Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Tuesday, August the 4th of 2020, day 217 of the year, and only, you ready for this, 149 days to go before the end of 2020, allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly right there for sure. Anyways, you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. We are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM that via, via safetyfm.live, safetyfm.tv. We're also coming on, across on a whole bunch of different streaming platforms. Oh, by the way, before I forget, we're also on the radio station, which is the important part to make sure that I reference it. And then let me make sure that I put up the little disclaimer here in the corner, because apparently some people were thrown off yesterday, depending on where they were hanging out. And they were not aware of some of the insensitive things that I tend to say from time to time. I don't think they're insensitive. I just think that they're very honest. And that's okay. By the way, the LinkedIn little universe yesterday kind of went off. On the little chatty chatty box, but for some reason I was not getting out the messages, which is no surprise to me because it happens all the time. Um, some interesting comments, definitely for sure, on some of the things that were there. I also saw some comments that were deleted afterwards. Uh, but just to answer some questions relatively quick, number one, thank you for welcoming me onto the LinkedIn platform. 
I'm being excited that we're there. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened the first couple of days and why it was jumping around and doing some of the strange things that it was doing. And then number two, don't think we'll be adding anybody back or adding anybody new for the for the time being, just to make sure that we're on the on the clear side under that question there. Um, I think people are happy where they're at, and we'll just leave them there where they're located congratulations to them or whatever the hell I'm supposed to say next. Also, the next thing is there were some questions on if the Jay Allen show might make the appearance from time to time on here. Well, the answer will be yes for now. And let me explain what I mean. The Jay Allen show that we do mostly do on the radio station is a radio station. Then go into a podcast form. A lot of people are camera shy. I don't know why I don't, I don't blame them because I am camera shy too. believe it or not. But yes, that is something that we will start doing from time to time. And I don't see it being with all guests. And um, we did run a test. I believe it was last week with Andrea Baker and we did it. And it was, I'll come here to tell you that it was live-ish. Um, we did some video thing to it. It was slightly delayed, but we'll see how it goes. Um I don't know why the radio station is live. So it goes live there. So we'll just see how it is. Like we were doing an interview. Like if you have been listening to the radio station, we just came out of a live interview for the Jay Allen show and then moved forward. So that's kind of the weird thing there. And now I'm just feel like I'm giving you too much bullshit about stuff that we do behind the scenes, which I'm sure you don't care about. You just care about getting to it. You're here today. Rated R safety show. We do the stuff with the news. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the new stuff. Let's talk about what's going on with feature story news. What's going on inside of that world. Let's talk about some of the events that we have coming on this week. Let's talk about some of the events that are going on right away around the corner that are going to be happening. Let's talk about some book celebrations that we need to do today. And I'll get to that and what the hell that means here in a brief moment. But anyways, we get you started normally with feature story news. Shouldn't do anything different today. So that's what I'm going to do first. Feature story news. We'll get back to it and get into real time. Here is the news on the Rosie Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Holly Hudson. US President Donald Trump says the government should get a substantial portion of the money from the sale of social media app TikTok. He says unless Microsoft completes a deal by September 15th, TikTok will be banned in America. From Washington, our correspondent Jagruti Dave has the details. It's not clear how it would work or even if the Trump administration has the power to demand the government gets a cut from the sale of TikTok. But that is what the US president has suggested should happen. I said a very substantial portion of that price is going to have to come into the Treasury of the United States because we're making it possible for this deal to happen. Microsoft says it's moving forward with negotiations after its CEO Satya Nadella had a conversation with President Trump. His administration has cited national security concerns around TikTok, saying the Chinese-owned firm could give the Chinese government access to American users' private data. It's an allegation that TikTok has repeatedly denied. More than 27 million people have been put back into lockdown in and around the Philippines' capital as stricter measures are imposed to attempt to halt the country's spiralling coronavirus case numbers. Hospitals have been struggling to cope with a five-fold rise in confirmed infections, now surging past 100,000. The Indian government has imposed a two-day curfew in Kashmir ahead of the one-year anniversary of the revocation of the region's special status. Nia Punia has more. 
The Indian government has said that a strict curfew in Kashmir on Tuesday and Wednesday is necessary because intelligence reports suggest there will be violent protests in the region and that anti-India groups plan to mark the occasion as a black day. The two-day curfew is similar to the one imposed last year right before Kashmir's autonomy was revoked. A total communication blackout was imposed. Neha Punia, New Delhi. UK oil giant BP, one of the largest oil companies in the world, has reported a record $6.7 billion loss as energy demand plummets amid the coronavirus pandemic. From London, Benji Hire reports. This dive into the red would have seemed unimaginable at the start of the year. The loss compares with profits of $2.8 billion a year earlier and almost $800 million in the first quarter of 2020. The FTSE 100 company said the outlook for oil prices and demand remains challenging and uncertain and warns the pandemic could continue to affect the global economy for a sustained period. Moving forward with negotiations after its CEO Satya Nadella had a conversation with President Trump. His administration has cited national security concerns around TikTok, saying the Chinese-owned firm could give the Chinese government access to American users' private data. It's an allegation that TikTok has repeatedly denied. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. More today on the outlook for COVID-19, and it comes from Dr. Chris Smith, consultant virologist and presenter of the Naked Scientists podcast. Yesterday, we heard him explain that whatever our collective hopes and desires, the virus is going to be with us for a long while to come. So what about a vaccine? Here in the US, President Trump has said he thinks there could be one available by the end of the year. We're hoping that we're going to get to a situation where this is going to work, but you never say never in medicine. Dr Smith says medical miracles are possible, but hard to achieve. There is reason to be optimistic. There are more than 150 projects around the world trying to source vaccines. It's it's an untried, untested entity. We've never made a vaccine against a coronavirus that works. We've never made a vaccine against any virus in under 10 months. Normally it takes 10 years. And we've never tried to vaccinate the entire global population, 8 billion people nigh on, on Earth now. And if we assume that we might have to vaccinate them more than once, that may mean we need at minimum 16 billion doses of vaccine. 16 billion to to treat 8 billion people. That's a tall order. A tall order, but one that he says the world will have to meet if a vaccine is really going to bring COVID-19 under control. Tomorrow, he'll explain why. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that's the latest from Feature Story News. Giles Gibson, reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Two days in a row now did that bad boy skip. I want to tell you that because I noticed it and I'm sure as hell you noticed it too if you're paying close attention. But it wasn't skipping before. But that's what happens with live feeds. Or if we were in a podcast, we could go back and edit and correct the whole thing. But that's not what we're doing. Unless you're listening to it later. And let me tell you something. Here's my little trade secret. I leave the errors in because that's what I do because I'm kind of a... 
Duh. Yeah, you knew it. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. So what do you think? TikTok, Microsoft. Now, I want to point this out right away because just in case you did not know, have you heard of something called Mixer? Not 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 a mixer. Have you heard of something called Mixer? It is a competitive equivalent to what Twitch is. Well, let me rephrase that. Was the competitive equivalent to what Twitch is. It no longer exists. Microsoft ran a gaming service that was similar to Twitch that you could actually upload videos of games is normally how it started off. And they tried to move the sequence forward with it. Now, unfortunately, as they tried to do that, it failed miserably. And they folded a couple of days ago. That's why we're no longer available on Mixer. Now, they have sold supposedly part of their that server off to Facebook. Now, Facebook supposedly has a new page called FB.GG. Not sure how they're going to move forward with that. So I'm interested on how this Twitch aspect would work inside of this new Microsoft world. So how would that actually go going forward? Now, I'll tell you, I like the Xbox. So let's not get too crazy about me hating um Microsoft. But the other portion is what about these people that are here on these different social media platforms and they are TikTok influencers? Let's try that out. TikTok influencers. And, and they tell people, you know, contact me and my business and I'm going to push forward. I'm going to push it forward your TikTok numbers on what you get to see and what you get to do. What happens now? What happens if you invested in something like that? And now it goes bye-bye altogether. Anyway, it's something to think about. I don't know why I go on these hot, these weird things that I start talking about some of these strange things. Because I know some people get really pissed off when I start talking about it. But I guess if you want to pay somebody off, I mean, I'll pay someone to assist you in regards to building it. I, I guess it was worth your while. But then again, I'm sure people help other people build MySpace. But where'd that end up? Who knows? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh, yeah. Friendly reminder that I didn't get the disclaimer in earlier. I guess I should do that. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, before we proceed on with today's episode, I want to make sure that I tell you this, just in case you don't remember. Love is universal. Think about that. Anyways, let's continue forward and let's talk about it real quick. Let's go ahead and talk about what's going on in the shit list, because that's definitely what it is. This is the news going across the wild and the different information that we get to talk about. Markets push higher on the first trading day of August. Tech companies were notably gainers. As Microsoft added 5%, while they continue to talk about the purchase of TikTok in the United States, Netflix and Apple both saw modest wins. Better than expected manufacturing data was released as the purchasing managers index beat analysts' expectations, which is great. This results indicates that domestic manufacturing is slowing recovering as we need to move forward here anyway so that's a good thing there earning seasons continues to be very bullish yeah i said bullish for investors as reporters indicate that 84 percent of the s&p 500 companies that have reported second quarter earnings beat their analyst expectations so i guess are we able to start moving are we able to start going forward now did you see the news from last week and let me kind of jump into another country real quick. But did you see that Australia went into lockdown? Yeah, lockdown. They are in lockdown mode. 
For the next six weeks, Australia will be in lockdown. They can only, if you are actually in Australia, you can only go up to three miles from your home, from what I'm being told, informed information that I was able to gather. What do you think? Now, some person that I was talking to made a reference that it would be similar to what most people would call martial law. Could you fathom that here? Let's try that. Fathom that here. Like, seriously, how would that work? Could you imagine the cluster? Now, I know some people are going to say some things because that's what happens. That's why you and I have the conversation. You and I go back and forth. You and I do these different things. It is Australia. Yes. Significantly smaller than the U.S. Is it? Is it? Think about it for a second. But think about it. How would that actually work here? If something like that was going to happen or did occur, how would people be able to proceed forward? Yeah, it's moving with my voice, just in case if you were wondering. I'm pointing at a light just in case if you're on the audio aspect and you have no clue what I'm talking about. So think about it. Think about if that was to happen here, what would occur then? Anyways, let's continue down the path and let's talk about some more about the coronavirus because you know that that's going to infiltrate the majority of the news of what we talk about. A coronavirus outbreak at camp in Georgia that infected hundreds of campers is renewing fear about children's contacting the virus, according to the CDC. Despite implementing preventional measures at the YMCA Camp High Harbor at Lake Burton, including masks for counselors, they were forced to close just days after opening due to an outbreak. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution, yeah, that's what it's called, reports that out of 344 campers and staff tested, 260 came back positive. You ready? Are you ready for this? 168. We're children. Now, depending where you're at in the United States of America, you could actually be going, I'm about to send my kid to school. This is a camp and people are going to be like, well, you do some different things at camp than what you do inside of the actual schoolyard. Think about it for a moment. Are you really doing that many different things? So how's that going to work? What are we going to look forward to as we move forward with this one? Are you comfortable sending your child to school already? If you have a child. And if you don't have a child, would you send your child to school? Take a moment. Let's think about it. Let's go forward. Let's push it forward. What do you think? Yeah, a lot of push reference today. I don't know why. Maybe it was because of the conversation I was having before the show. Long story. And I'll just call that the inside Iggy. And it's a long explanation. Anyways, already a lot of feedback, amazingly, which normally does not happen this early in the day, about the episode with Jason Hansen on the Jay Allen show. I guess a lot of people like the whole CIA aspect of it. So if you have not heard the episode... I got to interview a CIA agent or a former CIA agent, and he got to talk about a lot of things and even some simple things that you can practice at home. So if you're interested in that, go take a listen. You can go to the J or you can go to jallenshow.com to get some more information. If you're not already subscribed to it, I think you might like it. A lot of people have already, which I've been kind of really in shock that a lot of people have already reached out because we normally do get feedback, but just not this early. 
Especially when the when the episode came out today. Anyways, let's continue before I start going into some other minutia coming out of my mouth. Anyways, students at the Indiana school are back to it in person learning after classmates was sent home with positive Corona test. Say what? Duh. Okay. While some were hesitant to return, the superintendent Harold Allen of Greenfield Central Community School Corp said that there were no cases, no new cases on Monday, and the district has followed protocols to make the school safe for students and the faculty. Harold whose wife is an educator and whose daughter is in high school, reminded that everyone that there are risks in life, whether driving to school or going to the mall, and the student's diagnose, diagnosis doesn't lead him to believe returning to school was a bad idea. He added that, that schooling on site is the best option in America in terms of the best quality of education. Hold on real quick. What the hell is this shit about going to the mall? I don't go to the mall for eight hours a day. Do you go to the mall for eight hours a day? I haven't even been to a mall. I'm trying to think about this for a moment. I can't even tell you the last time I went to a mall. What month are we in? We're in August. Maybe March. Maybe even February. If we're really going to get pushy. Now, if we're talking about these giant retail stores... Okay, if it is a super blah, a super Target, a super Walmart, yeah, I have been to one or two of those things. But I have not been to a mall, per se. So to give that as a comparison, it's kind of a piss-poor idea. And we are talking about small kids here. I mean, I don't go to these different giant places to go hang out, but that's me. That's my choice. Now, as you look at this and you go, Learning in person is the best format for a child. Is that what you think? Do you agree with that comment? Now, I know a lot of kids that were homeschooled. Uh, Yeah, I know the dating sequence becomes very awkward. But think about it. How does that actually work? So homeschooling is technically in person. So, can I not learn as well if I'm not in person? There is some different things there for sure. I'll tell you interacting in this format is different for some, especially from a learning environment. I mean, don't get me wrong. I talk to myself all the time because this is what I do. Except now you just get to see it on video. But what the hell do I know? Just the guy behind a microphone. You are listening to something. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I definitely thought she said you're definitely listening to something because you're listening to something, all right? We just don't know what the hell it is. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Scientists in Australia have identified five previously unknown species of... Oh, my God. Of assassin flies. Yeah, I said assassin flies and have named them after several Marvel superheroes and famed comic book writer Stan Lee. The 
the Australian atomologist, Dr. Brian Lezard, said the naming the new flies was important, highlighting some of the character traits from the superheroes. For example, the Deadpool fly is an assassin with marking of its back that resembles Deadpool's mask. I would love to say that I'm joking, but I'm not. I just want to make sure that we're clear here. So let's continue. San Lee fly is a Doppelteletis Lee sharing the, the late comic book's legend sunglasses and white mustache. Thorfly, which means, so it's a Doppelteletis Bontrefloris, which means blonde thunder. The Loki fly is also known as the elegant deception fly. Black Widow is also known as the woman wearing leather. Where to go, Scarlett Johansson. Dead pull fly, which also sounds like lethal humor, but actually derives from the Latin word humorous, which means wet or moist, and lethals, which means dead. Oh, my Lord. Talking about getting some inspirations from some interesting things. Hey, I like, you know, a superhero comic book movie as much as the next person. But calling the flies after this. So we got the Stan Lee fly, the Thor fly, the Loki fly, the Black Widow fly, and the Deadpool fly. Really? Like, really? Like, I want to sit around and go, okay. I like these things in my life. And I want to name them after this. Some terrible things are coming to mind right away, which, you know, a lot of people have been told me that I've been hesitant about some of the things that I've said that I've been saying since I've got onto some of the adult platforms. And I don't mean adult in that way. Get that out of your head. But that I've been kind of a little bit more reserved. I don't think I've really been that reserved. I just am trying to pick my battle before I get kicked off. I mean, before, you know, people, you know, have their opinion on what they want to say for sure. Duh. I say still the same shit that I say, but just in a in a positive upbeat. You know, maybe it's the PG-13 show. Who knows? Anyways, over 5,000 Burmese pythons have been removed from Florida Everglades. Well, holy shit. Go ex- what do you expect, Florida? Since setting up the elimination program three years ago, South Florida Water Management District, the, SW- the SFWMD governing board members, Alligator Ron Bergeson called the milestone a win for the Everglades. Wildlife officials estimate that the invasive species population may exceed over 100,000. So I removed 5,000 out of a potential 100,000. Wow, what a monumental milestone we have hit here in the Everglades. Does this go back to celebrate all the wins? I don't know. I just ask. What do I know? I just ask these questions. How do you look at it? 5,000 out of 100,000. Yeah, I'm waiting. Still nothing? Not really giving any thought to it? I don't know. I didn't really give a lot of thought to it either before I opened my big mouth. But I guess that's just kind of what happens sometimes. Who knows? You are listening to a Radio God. 
What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, more than a million minks at breeding farms in Spain and the Netherlands have been killed as a precaution after outbreaks of the coronavirus were discovered there. It is believed that the virus was spread by infected workers on mink farms. But officials can be, can't be certain that others believe that the small mammals possibly infected the employees. According to the CDC, some coronaviruses that infect animals can spread to humans. But that is rare. The WHO in several universities and research institutes are currently studying the transmission of the viruses between animals and people. So what do you think when you hear stuff like that? Because, you know, when I was much younger, people did some weird things with animals. Heard about it all the time, but I don't know if that was because I kind of grew up in a country town. Sorry, but it's the truth. It is a country town. It might have been a little bit more advanced now, but it was a country town back then. But I look at it and I go, so what do you think here? How do you think these people contact the stuff? Because, of course, 10,000 different questions come up right away. What are you thinking about still? Should be thinking about that. But where do we go? How do we look at it? Like, what do you think of as that moves forward? How did they get the virus? How did that work? What happened? What moved forward? Should I throw in my traditional question that I've been asking for the last few weeks? I know it really triggers a lot of people when i say it but how would you put that on your hazard matrix i couldn't resist come on i had to put it out there so how would you do that are you thinking about it how would you look at the contamination risk potential frequency possibility Think about it real quick. Let's continue down the path. A family in Scotland was overjoyed to be reunited. Are you ready with this? With their late mother's wedding ring. Where do we get this stuff? 34 years after they lost it. Phil Cunningham was stunned when the new owners of his mother's home, where she lived until she passed away back in 2017, returned the gold band. They reportedly discovered the ring beneath the foot of the mud and <laughs> while digging up a new patio inside of their yard. The ring has been returned to the rightful children 34 years afterwards. How does that hold on? So hold on. To be reunited with their late mother's wedding ring 34 years after she lost it. So she lost this thing 34 years ago. So is it 34 years from 2017 or is it 34 years from 2020? We have to make something out of this. So it was in the mud. Like I watch forensic files like it's going out of style. A lot of things come to mind. But if she died 34 years later or it was lost 34 years. So if she died 31 years, maybe we can go into this whole weird sequence. Yeah, am I throwing you off? I think sometimes that might be part of the intention. I just never know if that's the case. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue. Riverside County Apple Fire was at a 5% containment as of Monday afternoon. As firefighters continue to battle the blaze, 
that has now been burned about 20,516 acres in the Cherry Valley of California area. Nearly 7,800 people have been affected by the evacuation orders, which are more than likely to be evacuated soon, according to the local fire officials. The fires have been investigated as an arson case. Something to think about for sure as we talk about that, because shit, man, can you imagine 7,000 and change because of an arson case? Holy mother of God, as we talk about this. Maybe it's time for a lawyer. During these unprecedented times, most of us don't want to speak up or rock the boat. We don't want to seem as if we're insensitive or selfish. And others take these times as an opportunity to be reckless and even negligent. Don't be taken advantage of wrong is wrong no matter what else is going on in the world. And if you need help, reach out to real trial lawyers. We'll be there to right the wrongs. Figer Law. So just in case you're not watching the video feed, I just want to make a quick reference real quick. We are doing an event this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And this is an event that you can actually go to safetyfm.io. It is a free event to attend. Samuel Goodman from The Hop Nerd and myself will be having a conversation about equality. So it's a question about equality. So we would love for you to come out, take a listen to what we have going on. It is a video feed and a conversation all in real time. You can actually interact via chat box. It is free to attend. We are requesting a ticket to get in. And let me explain why. We are not airing this on safetyfm.com or any of the Safety FM broadcast networks. We are only doing it in virtual chat private where you can see and interact. But here's the way that it'll work. We're going to have some discussions that probably some people would be a little bit hesitant about having. So we want to make sure that we're having it behind a open format, but behind closed doors, if that makes any kind of sense. So that way we can have the conversation and you ask the real questions that you're interested in knowing. And we can have that discussion there in real time. We are scheduled to be for an hour, give or take, as we go back and forth, asking some questions to Sam and having part of the story of what is going on or happened inside of Sam's life. So if you're interested, come and join us. It's on th- it's on Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Go to safetyfm.io for more information if you're interested in joining us. So, something to think about for sure. I think it'll be some exciting times for you, and it is free to attend. So, I just want to make sure that I reference that. Anyway, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally is expecting more than a quarter million people to descend upon the scarcely populated South Dakota city this month, potentially making it the biggest event so far during the coronavirus crisis. Call it crisis because that's what they're referring to it as. Sturgis residents Lynn Chapman told city councilors that the government needs to step in and care for its residents by not hosting the rally this year. You ready for this one? You're going to find this interesting. South Dakota has seen just about 165 deaths from the virus. So that's to date. Now, this rally, if it continues to go as scheduled, the date. We got three days starting the 7th of August. It'll go into place through the 16th. So August the 7th through the 16th, Sturgis motorcycle rally taking place. What do you think about that one? Are you a motorcycle aficionado? 
And if you are and you're close enough to the Sturgis area, and this still does go forward, would it be something that you would attend to? Is it something that you would say, hey, this makes some logical sense to go out and possibly potentially hang out with 250,000 people out there? I don't know. I'm not a motorcycle enthusiast. That's just me. That's my choice. I opt not to do it. Not a fan. Not picking. Just throwing that out there. So would you go? Would you go and descend and have some fun and do some cool things at the motorcycle rally with everything going on? I have to ask these questions because that's what happens. It's not fair if I don't. So you know it. I know it. So if I don't ask, then somebody else will ask. So here, let's do this real quick. I'm going to mention it live and in living color. When the worst accidents happen by Dr. Todd Conklin. If you are caller number five on our phone line, 866-930-SFM1, it's yours. I'll send it out today to you. Come right back and we'll go from there.
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so what do you think about that one? That was some y'all by work from home. Yeah, work from home. What a concept there for sure. Anyways, welcome back to the Rated R Safety Show. You know, I always find it interesting because we do those giveaways like that. And it's kind of cool because I get to do the interaction thing on the phone. But people get so nervous that I'm going to flip the switch and get them onto the system. I'll forewarn you if I'm going to do that. I'll tell you, you know, hey, I like what you're doing. It's kind of cool. Let's flip you over. Because here's the thing. If you never called into the station, let me explain to you what happens. The moment that our system picks up, it states that you're about to be, that you're giving us authorization to put you live onto the station. And I think that that throws a lot of people off because what a lot of other radio stations do is they record of, hey, this is blah, 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 and from blah, 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 and we put, they don't dump it directly into the station in real time. I'm not going to do that without forewarning you. I mean, come on. I knew I'd do some crazy things, but I'm not that crazy yet. I even have some people that I call that they think that I'm going to dump them into the system right away. Thought about doing them, but, you know, that's a different story. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about this real quick. Tens of thousands of pounds of ground beef from JBS Food Canada, ULC, have been recalled. Not for undergoing a important reinspection before crossing the border, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture Food Safety. The recall is classified as a Class 1 and has been filed of having a high health risk. For the USDA, a Class A-1 recall signifies health hazard situation where there is a reasonable probability that the use of the product will cause serious adverse health consequences or death. So something not to joke about at all. Think about that if you do see it. Packages to check have been an establishment number that reads EST.1126. That's EST1126 of the inside of the USDA inspection mark and have been distributed through, are you ready? Here we go. Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. So just again, the package says EST.1126. And that's inside of the USDA inspection mark. So if you're in the Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, or South Carolina area, take a look at it. Make sure that you go back to where you purchased it. It's normally what they do. At least most grocery stores here do that. Um, that way you can figure out what needs to be done if they're going to replace it for you or what the hell is going on. Anyways, let's talk about a couple different things real quick as we move forward. Don't worry. I'm not I'm not getting rid of you. And you're hopefully you're not getting rid of me because you have the flicky thing. You know, you can push the button. Um, let's talk about a couple different things. So we talked about some songs on Friday. So let's talk about some of the chart topping that already took place over the weekend. Going from the bottom to the top. Savage Love was number five. ASSP Ferg, Move Your Hips was number four. Dan and Shay, I Should Probably Go to Bed was number three. Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar was number two. And of course, if you thought I was mentioning the list for not mentioning her, you're way off. Billie Eilish, My Future was number one over the weekend. If you haven't taken a listen to that song, go ahead and take a listen to it. Definitely might be worth your while. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that's going on inside of the world of politics. Because, you know, that's my favorite segment. 
Favorite, favorite, favorite. So let's move forward real quick. The White House has announced Monday that the random testing for the coronavirus, which was once voluntary, will now be mandatory for staff in order to protect the health and safety of all. A senior official told Fox News Monday the decision was made after the White House National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien. I almost said Roberto O'Brien tested positive for the virus. President Trump and VP Mike Pence also articulated tested regularly for the virus. Just something to think about as that does move forward. So what do you think? Do you think that the mandate should have been in place a while back? Or do you think that the mandate is not a good thing? What do you think about? It? I mean, keep in mind the highest position in the whole land is the one for the president and the vice president of the United States. You have to make sure that we're protected, regardless of what your what your political stance might be. Just want to bring that up, just to be on the safe side. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about former President Barack Obama announced his endorsements for more than 100 Democratic candidates running for office this November. One notable that was left out of his list was Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. In a statement released on Monday, Obama said, I am proud to endorse this diverse and hopeful collection of thoughtful, empathetic, and highly qualified Democrats. Together, these candidates will help us redeem our country's promise by sticking up for working people, restoring fairness and opportunity to our system, and fighting for the good of all Americans not just those on the top. The former president initially neglected to endorse AOC back in 2018, but eventually did just as midterm elections started. So what do you think? Do you think that the snafu happened intentionally or do you think it was done by accident? Small dramatic pause, also known as a pregnant pause. Think about it for a moment. What do you think? Something to think about. I'm not sure. I don't get involved in the world of politics. I just normally try to tell people where they can get information to go to. Like I would say, maybe you should find a place to start. Did you you see what I did there? If you were here yesterday, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, let's continue. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is skipping the Republican National Convention later this month and deal with the surge of the coronavirus cases in the state. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. From ESPN, no, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll go in his place. As of Monday, Texas reported 453,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus with 7,515 deaths. Not a, not a good number. I mean, we talk about one person dying, and I never know what to say. Talk about 7,515. For sure, I don't know what to say. 7,515 in the state of Texas alone. Just don't know where to go after that for sure. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the lottery and what's going on. We talked about it yesterday briefly. Let's continue. A winning ticket was sold in California on Friday night for the Mega Million drawing. The winner has the option of taking $22 million jackpot or a $17.9 million cash payout. Tonight's drawing will also be for $20 million, but the but the cash payout is slightly a little bit different. Now it'll be for $16.3 million. So something to think about there as I do mention that. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball. Drawing Wednesday's drawing will be for a $147 million jackpot or $121.2 million cash payout. So something to think about for sure as we talk about it. Anyways, let's get into some of the stuff that people have requested. This is why we get into this portion of the information. So let me tell you about what's going on inside of the world of showbiz. Showbiz. 
Twitterverse is sharing who they believe should take over Ellen DeGeneres' daytime slot. The hashtag replace Ellen was trending on Monday morning with RuPaul, Michelle Obama, Harry Styles, Wanda Sykes, and Tiffany Hardish among the names being suggested. A-listers such as Rihanna, Jerry Seinfeld, Jennifer Gardner, Robert Downey Jr., and even Meghan Markle got shout-outs too. Despite the negative buzz, DeGeneres is rumored to be back filming her Game of Game show this month and preparing for her talk show to resume on September the 9th. Meanwhile, insiders at Telepictures, which produce Ellen's show, say that Sean Hayes, Kristen Bell, Melissa McCarthy, and Jennifer Aniston have been floated as potential replacements. Yeah, you heard me there. Funny how that changed from yesterday. But wait, Ellen finally has a couple of celebrities backers in her corner. One of the Argentinos, Polo stars Nacho Figueroa, who happens to be close friend with Prince Harry, he has took to social media to call her a wonderful human being. In his post on Instagram, Figueres wrote that the world is a dangerous place, explaining that, that everyone is so sacred to, to say what they really think, and it seems that we are only relevant if we say whatever's trending on social media topics. Ouch, holy shit, is that not true? Think about it. Think about how important that shit is. Anyways, let's continue. And Ellen, the wife, Portia de Rose, de Rose um, is also chiming in on Instagram. She posted a graphic that said merely i stand by ellen and included a hashtag stop stop bot attacks implying the backlash of social media was coming from automated accounts and not real people worth noting chris jenner liked the instagram post so what do you think as we talk about this because this is a big thing that's happening inside of our freaking world as of late with this bullshit on social media sorry because i know i'm currently streaming on social media um but think about it we tend to believe so much garbage that we see on there of this must be reality of the world. I know I talk about it, but I feel like we have to go back to it every so frequently because I think it's important. Most social media platforms, all social media platforms have an algorithm. They see what you like. You like certain things. It gives you more information about those certain things that you like. If you like certain things, it's going to show you more and more of that particular content. If you don't like certain things, it will show you less and less of that content. They want you to come back more and more to see the content. That's how the system is set up. Cool. That's how that works. But at times, people can manipulate the algorithm. What do I mean? There are shit that you can do inside of these algorithms where you can force feed stuff to go into people's feeds. Keywords, SEO stuffing, word stuffing. Oh, yes. I'm giving those terms that marketers like to use and people like to force it inside of the back end. It's just the reality of the scenario. I'm just going to tell you how it is. So think about this. So if you're seeing some of this stuff that, oh, this person, let's cancel this and let's cancel that because maybe you're seeing this because you like something that was supposedly being canceled. Did you think about that? I mean, realistically, a lot of this stuff right now that we see on social media is being manipulated on how it works. If you ever get bored and you're not a marketer and you're interested in marketing, 
Look at some of these high-end social media marketers. You see them all over the place. They tell you how to market. They show you how the algorithm works. and even shows how to play the system. It has its goods and its bads. I'm not going to lie. The funny part about it is that we do social media ads. We do. I'm, I've always told you that I will be honest with you on what we got going on. And we run social media ads. Just what happens. But I also know that inside of that multiverse, it can really distort what people are seeing. So I'm always kind of cautious on how we do some of those ads. I don't run ads all the time. I don't do bots when it comes to certain things. I mean, the ads, essentially, you would have to almost imagine that it's bots because of how the promo comes up. But I have, to, I have to mention that. Because our world sometimes gets distorted because of algorithms. And I would hate for something to be occurring that's not real because of an algorithm and somebody leading the spot. By no means do I want you to sit here and think that I'm defending Ellen. I don't know what happens behind the scenes at her show. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be indifferent. I always tell you, do your own research. Bet the information. Here's what I would challenge you to do today. Let's talk about a subject you don't like. Let's say, for instance, you don't like politics. Let's say you're a Democrat and you don't like to hear about Republicans. Let's say you're a Republican and you don't like to hear about Democrats. Let's say you're a liberal and you don't like to hear about either one. Like something on the opposite party. Uh Uh-huh. I said that. The reason I say this, your algorithm inside of those social media platforms will change. It's going to show you different points of view. And maybe that's what we're lacking. Maybe we're lacking the different point of views because we want to limit it to this. And maybe that's where the algorithm is controlling what you're thinking. Think about that for a moment. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a couple things real quick as we do talk about this music manager Scooter Brown is trying to score a big deal of money for Ariana Grande's concert film that goes behind the scenes of her 2019 Sweetener World Tour. Insiders tell that The Sun, that the Netflix and YouTube have expressed interest and that Netflix's initial offer was over $5 million. Grande is currently up for nine nominations of the 2020 Video Music Awards, leading the pack alongside with... Lady Gaga. Anyways, Brian Callen announced that he will be taking a leave of absence from his podcast, The Fighter and the Kid, while his co-host, former UFC fighter Brendan Shaw, the comic actor, has been accused by four women who claim that he was sexually inappropriate with them. The 53-year-old denied the accusations. So something to think about as that moves forward. He's also, just in case you're not familiar with who Brian Callen is, and you do watch the Goldbergs, he is the gentleman that plays the coach. And I'm not talking about Bill Goldberg either. He's the one that's not bald, just in case. 
David Beckham is in talks with multiple streaming sites to make a film about his life. After being inspired by the by the recent Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, the former soccer pl- player All-Star, though, said that maybe fans would like to hear his side of the story, too. Beckham is producing the project with TV company Studio 99, which launched last year. Daytime soap General Hospital temporarily replaced actress Kelly Monaco. Is it Monaco or Monaco? Oh, somebody else said that. Who plays Sam McCall Morgan with Lindsay Hartley as Monaco recovered from breathing issues. Hardly confirmed the news on Twitter. Some big shoes to fill. Precious, too. I hope you enjoy watching Sam as much as I enjoyed playing her temporarily. Monica was due back on the set yesterday. Could be noted that Monica was tested multiple times for COVID-19. And they all came back negative. So there you go. There's some information real quick there. Kiki Palmer says that she wasn't surprised when she was told the Good Morning America gig was ending. Palmer told Bravo that Andy Cohen, she expected that her ABC morning talk show, Strand, Sarah, and Kiki, to be canceled after the program was sidelined in March for the coronavirus coverage. The show, which aired during the the third hour of the GMA, where she hosted Michael Strahan and Sarah Gaines. So something to think about, as you know. Uh, if you didn't hear this one, this was, was, was kind of rocking some of the news of sports yesterday. So let's talk about it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Andy Garcia, alongside with Redbird Capital, a private investment firm run former by Golden Zacks executive Jerry Kanda have teamed up to buy the XFL. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. The partnership acquired XFL parent company Alpha Entertainment LLC for $15 million just days before the league was scheduled for bankruptcy auction. The XFL was founded by Johnson's former boss, WWE CEO Vince McMahon. Four games were broadcast earlier this year, averaging about 3 million viewers. Due to the coronavirus crisis, the XFL ended the season on March the 12th. By mid-April, the league had suspended operations, laid off its employees, and filed for Chapter 11. So something to be looking forward to. So now we'll see if they're going to destroy it and take away the assets and just kind of break it up, or if they're planning on doing something with it. I mean, it wasn't very... There was not a lot of information on what's going to happen. I hope that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is able to do something with that, with Danny Garcia and, of course, Redbird Capital. I think it would be some exciting times to give um, the NFL some run for its money. And not that I watch sports. I'm just saying I remember watching some of this stuff when I was younger. Anyways, let's continue. Taylor Swift has secured her seventh number one album in the U.S. Her surprise album, Folklore. Topped the album charts, earning 846,000 equivalent album visits as it hit the first week, according to Nielsen Music. Meanwhile, on Monday, the lead single off the album hit the top of the Billboard Hot 100, making her first ever on both single and the album chart. Both hit at the very same time. So something to think about as we talk about that for sure. Anyways, important things that have happened today. Back in blah, 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 1987, the Fairness Doctrine. Is is <laughs> reigned in the FCC. The regulation required that all broadcasters present controversial issues of public importance in a way that deemed honest, equitable, and balanced. There was no requirement for equal time, just that different views were at some point expressed. Ultimately, it was decided that such regulation restricted journalism freedoms of broadcast. That was back in 1987. Let's talk about a couple birthdays that are going on today, just in case you did not know, and let's run through it real quick. Jeff Gordon, race car driver, turns 49 today. 
And we talked about him earlier in the show. Barack Obama, former president, turns 59. And Bill Bo- Billy Bob Thornton, yeah, that guy, Bad Santa. Fargo, you know, those movies, turned 65. So some cool stuff going on right there. Another thing, just in case, because we have not talked about it today. So real quick on the very top, if you are struggling from depression or suicide in regards to thinking about it, let's give you a phone number that you can call, see if they can assist you to see if they can help with your mindset. Call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-82, or excuse me, 1-800-273-8255. That is a phone number that you can call. They can assist you. They're open 24-7, and they will give you some local resources that might be available or even talk to you just right there over the phone. They do not accept text messages, so I want to make sure that I am fully giving you the information. So go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org if you want to do the text or chat box scenario. So suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Also, another thing we've been talking about quite a bit as of late is missingkids.org. So you see those Amber Alerts that pop up from time to time? You can actually go to missingkids.org, have the conversation on what's going on. Talk about what's going on, what's happening in the general area, and you can cover some of the information. See what additionally is happening. See what kids are missing in your area or in different states. Also talks about kids that are possibly being trafficked. So think about that real quick. That is a website that is available, missingkids.org, and that is available 24-7 as well. Before I forget, and I want to bring it up real quick, we have an event coming up towards the end. Not even towards the end. That's a lot. At the beginning of next month, a lot of people have asked me about podcasting. We have decided to move forward, and we are putting on an event, The Art of Podcasting. So if you're interested in actually learning more about podcasting, I will be hosting this little live, little virtual thing in regards to going over it. Now, we do have some different levels of tickets that you can sign up for. And the cool thing about it, though, is that at this particular one, we are giving you a hosting platform, depending on which ticket you sign up for, for a year. In regards of what you need to do and host the system, and it'll give you like some, it'll give you some astronomical number of people that can actually download the podcast. We're also going to cover some of the actual steps on what you can do on the back end to get everything up and running as you do move forward with the podcast. So that's called the Art of Podcasting. For more information, go to safetyfm.io on that one. And then, of course, I butchered the thing yesterday, so let's do it today. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, National Coast Art Day, National Night Out Day. Not sure if you're going to be able to celebrate that one. That's for sure. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. We didn't get time to talk about the book. We'll talk about it tomorrow for sure on what I wanted to tell you about. I think you're going to find this one interesting. If you want to know more about learning teams, check in tomorrow. We're going to talk about it. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I couldn't do what I do without you. So thank you for being so giving of your time. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. 
No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.